morning, church. Good morning. God has truly been good unto us, and we are thankful to God for blessing us. Amen. To see another beautiful day. Amen. You may say it's excuse me, hot, humid outside, but we're blessed. Amen. We have a nice edifice. Excuse me. Now, as soon as I get up, they want to call. I said, just the devil want to choke me up this morning. But I'm not, I'm not buying it this morning. We're blessed to have an edifice that we have air conditioned. Amen. Soft chairs. Man, isn't that nice? Amen. And we don't have to sit out in the heat. Amen. Sweat Amen. until it's eating. <laughs> until it's eating. So let me make a few quick announcements regarding this eating. Dress casual. Wear your church t-shirt even if you want to. Bring a towel even if you want to. We're going to have cold water, but the bottom line is bring a loving heart. Amen. Bring a loving spirit. Bring a mind to worship God this evening. <coughs> and guess what? You might just learn for the next few evenings as we come out and participate in this tent meeting, this revival, we may leave there realizing and understanding how blessed we are. Amen. Just maybe it won't be so hard coming here. From now on, sitting up on the air conditioning, soft chairs. It might be more for us to learn out of this than even the lost coming to the knowledge of the truth. But that's our focus, folks. Taking the gospel out to a lost world. To people in darkness. People who are lacking understanding in the word of truth. Leading those who are lost, offering hope through the word of God. <coughs> Encouraging them, trying to inspire them, trying to lead and direct them through the word of God. That life is worth living. There's more to life than drugs, crime. There's more to life than domestic violence. There's more to life then what the devil would have you to believe, you have to do or need to do in order to live a good life. Mm -hmm. Folks, the only way people are going to come to that knowledge and the only way people are going to have that hope, they need to see it in us. They need to come in contact with some people who they can see that in. You can throw scriptures at them all day. You can tell them to go read their Bible all day. But I believe the greatest sermon ever preached is the life lived. And when people see that we care, I truly believe this. You don't have to believe it, but I truly believe this. And this is one of the motivating reasons why I'm so geared up and fired up and excited about this upcoming tent meeting is because I believe when people see somebody cares. <coughs> people would have the heart and the mind to listen to. I believe when you show compassion, people tend to come to a different conclusion of what they would have if they didn't believe you care. I believe there are many things needed to be done in our society in helping people. But I believe the greatest need that man has in our society today is they need to be saved. They need to be saved. Because one day, 
whether you're rich, poor, whether you live in the projects, or you live in Bulkhead, you're going to die. And the one thing the rich and the poor has in common is a grave. <coughs> Hebrews 9.27 says, for all of us, there's an appointment we're going to keep. It's called death. And after death, there shall be a judgment. <coughs> and in that judgment, the word of God is going to be the standard of judgment and of determination as to the life you live in accordance to what the word of God has spoken. And I believe it's important for us to understand that just as God, just like God has shown his mercy, been long-suffering toward us, has been loving toward us, has been so patient toward us. <clears throat> I believe we need to show the same thing toward mankind. Amen. I don't care where they live. I believe if we can support a ministry and a mission overseas, I believe we can go five miles down the road. Amen. As one preacher once said, before you go running to Ecuador, check out next door. somebody in need right within reach yeah. Yeah. who need to know Jesus. <coughs> this morning we want to talk about a lesson people Jesus associated with. We probably wouldn't. Mm. And how dare we put ourselves put ourselves on a pedestal to say we wouldn't associate with somebody. Right now. Yeah. Oh, Jesus associated with all kinds of people. Often that meant people who others found distasteful. Indeed, his behavior was viewed as scandalous. Many people saw that as scandalous behavior. Uh -huh. Our scripture text was read until you're hearing from Luke 15, 1 and 2. Pharisees and the, the, the priests and all of them. They murmured and they talked about Jesus, about his association with the sinners. Yeah. Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. One of the most impressive characteristics of Jesus is that he was willing. That's important. He was willing. Yeah. Are we willing? Right. Are we willing to, to sacrifice some air condition? It's not like we got to go sit out in directly in the sun. We have a tent. Man. Man. Matter of fact, we got a big, big old fan that'll be blowing. Yeah. We'll have circulating air. Man. But are we willing to sacrifice for the sake? Of caring about somebody's soul. Amen. He was willing and able to associate with people from all strata of society. And even those considered beyond the borders of respectable society. You know, there are some people we look at in society, we would write them off as being no good, and we would say, ain't no hope. I believe if some of us would have been back in the days with Rahab, we would have just said, oh, what good can a harlot, what good can an old whore do for the sake of serving God? But you don't know what God has in the plan. I believe God can touch the heart of anybody. Amen. And God has proven through his word that he can change the hearts of many that we would count as being distasteful, disrespectful, no good, and of no purpose for the kingdom. Yes, sir. I believe God can do that. Amen. One of the most impressive characteristics of Jesus, he was willing and able 
He was able to talk meaningfully with the poor and the ruling classes. Right. You know, many of us, we don't, we don't have a problem. We, we use the term today, we're quick to want to kiss up to the ruling. Because it's always something we're trying to get from them. Come on now. We, we want to hook up. We want somebody to look out for us. Right. But the poor, we, we tend to look down on. Come on now. Why? Because what can they offer me? Yeah. What hookup do they have that I desire or I can benefit from them? Let me tell you something. Jesus said, the poor we're going to have with us always. Yes, sir. But just because I may be monetarily poor, I may be materialistically poor, but I could be rich in faith. Amen. Even though the outward appearance of what I show, material-wise, may not be right. so uppity. Come on. Jesus was willing and able and capable of relating to all people. Yeah. Are we? Right. Are we? Right now. Who, who do we who do we invite? To come to hear the gospel. Who do we reach out to. To set up Bible studies with. Right. How often do we reach out to those. Who are less fortunate than us. Yeah. Because you look at people. are saying. Well they broke. They, they, they down on their luck. As we say. They can't, they can't benefit the church. They ain't got no money to give to the church. Let me tell you. Everything about the church ain't money. Amen. You have some folks who have money, but their spirit is of the devil. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Furthermore, it ain't about you to be judging people concerning what they can contribute to the kingdom. Amen. They have a soul. Yeah. And that's what we need to put in the forefront and make sure that we pay attention to. They have a soul. Amen. That was one particular lady. You stop and think about Jesus associated with. All right. Mm -hmm. I wonder how we would have looked at Jesus huh. about this association. The Bible said that she was caught in the very act yeah. of adultery. Yeah. In John 8, Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives. And early in the morning he came again into the temple and all the people came unto him and he sat down and taught them. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had sent her in the midst, they said unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. In the very act. Let me say that again. In the very act. And she was busted. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't by herself. But that was that was that was that was that was a conspiracy here. Yeah. yeah. But she was caught. They yeah. brought her. Yeah. Now Moses and the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what see? What says thou? Jesus, what's, what's your ruling on this? How do we deal with this woman caught in the very act? Yeah. How do we deal with this woman that many of us might say today, her nasty self? This they say attempting him that they might have to accuse him, but Jesus stooped down with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. Right. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto him, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone. And the woman standing in the midst. There she was. With the Son of God. Right. The Holy Messiah. Right. 
There she was, that woman caught in the very act. Yeah. Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman. He said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Had no man condemned thee? She said, No man. Lord, and Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Amen. Why would Jesus associate himself with a woman like that? Because she was in need of the same thing we're in need of. Amen. Compassion. Understand. Yeah. Love. Forgiveness. Amen. Forgiveness. Yeah. Another person. You have to wonder why would Jesus associate himself with somebody like Peter? Right. Well, I, I, I'm just I'm just a believer. Boy, it's some Peter and all of us. Yes, sir. We we talk about Paul all the time, but let me tell you, it's some Peter. And all of us. Right. Whether it's the old Peter or the converted Peter. Yeah. And I'm praying while I'm standing up here, there's more of the converted Peter in us right. than the old. Right. So that old Peter boy had some ways, boy. Yeah. That old Peter could cuss, not yeah. curse. He could cuss. Yeah. He could swear. He could deny. some of the conversation, think of some of the dealings Jesus had with Peter. Yeah. Think of some of the failures in the life of Peter. Yeah. Luke chapter 5, 7 through 9, and they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them and they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished. And all that were with him at the drought of fishes which they had taken, Peter recognized this wasn't just regular man right. who could know the things that he knew who could direct them to the point where he directed them how did he know where to catch the nets how did he know so much that they could take upon themselves so many loads of fish that the folks sink right Peter recognized that was something holy about this man. And Peter not only recognized there was something about Jesus, Peter recognized and understood there was something short about himself. Yeah. When we stop and consider this tent meeting this week, we need to stop and examine ourselves. Yeah. We don't need to be so focused on the fact Hey, man, that's a rough area. You need to be mindful. Let me tell you something. Consider yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See, that's one of the many problems in the church today. We've taken the scripture and twisted it because we want to tell folks, y'all come, but the commission is go. Why should I have to go out there and sit in the heat? Why should I have to go out there and sweat? Why should I have to go? Because the Lord said go. Amen. Amen. And we need to look within ourselves and look at who we are yeah. in comparison in the eyes of the Lord. Amen. And recognize 
not only how much the people out there in the darkness need Jesus, we need to also keep in mind how much we still need him. Amen. 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 Oh, man, that was a woman at the wheel. Why would Jesus want to mess up talk with this woman? A Samaritan. Yeah. A Samaritan. You, you all need to do some research and study you know, about, about the Samaritans, you know, and, and the Jews. Man, this, this has been a long, long, long historical feud. And it, and it just got so rough and so bad. Jews would look at the Samaritans called them dogs. Separate themselves from them. No dealings. If I was a Jew and there was Samaritan, I would go the other way or go around or just turn around. Amen. Today we call it racism. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus dealt with it back then. <coughs> and the church need to deal with it today. Amen. When we can become so un unhooked on complexion and look at the blood that saved and redeemed us all That's right. That's right. by one man's blood, by one blood, are we reconciled. Amen. 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 Don't be no white heaven. Right. Black heaven, Latino right. heaven, and all this. That's right. only, you, you wonder why a lot of folks don't, I use the term, buy into Christianity or buy into religion. It, it, it's hard for people to truly see the truth about Christianity when Sunday is one of the most racist days of the week. No, it's real. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. And how are people and gods supposed to just overlook that if we're saying we are of the light, we are of the truth? Uh -huh. It starts at home, folks. Yes, sir. Amen. It starts with us. Amen. We have to be honest and truthful. And therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John. Though Jesus himself baptized not, but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. And he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Jacob. Now, Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being weary with his journey, set thus on the well. And it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. There cometh a woman to the well to draw water. All of the other people, the Jews, they, they've come, they've gone. Jesus said unto her, give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, how is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me? She understood she knew what the scoop was. You don't mess with us. We don't mess with you. You don't talk to us. We don't talk to you. Uh -huh. That was the protocol of the day. She asked, how is it? She recognized you are a Jew. Being a Jew, how is it you asking me? A Samaritan. 
I, I like how she explained that to Jesus as if he didn't know. Right. Maybe she thought he had been drinking all he maybe, maybe he was just hallucinating. Hold up, bruh. I'm a Samaritan. You're a Jew. Are you sure you're in your right mind asking me what you're asking me? For the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Samaritan. She made it clear, did she not? Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you. Jesus made it even clear. Jesus said, look, I want some water. And I want to drink it from your school. Show up with anything to dip down in there. Right. What what can we what can we really see in this? Well, let me tell you a couple of things I see in this. It's a time to put away this foolishness of division. Amen. It was a time to put away. Thinking just because you are of this race, you're better than this one. Right. It's a time to put away this foolishness because of I'm of this social economical status that I don't need to be bothered with you. Well, and I'm better than you. I think a lot was said in this setting that we need to take heed to today. Learn from. Yeah. Why would he associate with this woman? Because she needed some help. Right. The story goes on. He asked her about her husband. Mm -hmm. yeah. She said, I have her. He said, You're right. <laughs> the one you with now ain't joking. Right. You had five others. Right. Woman was she was amazed. She stood in need of something even we today stand in need of. Right. Understanding. Yes, sir. Love. Yes, sir. Love. Compassion. Yeah. Forgiveness. Amen. That was a thief on the cross. Mm -hmm. mm. Man, you know what's so amazing? Even while Jesus journeyed around, he interacted with people, different settings. But even while he hung on the cross, he still interacted with people. Man, Man even dying wasn't enough to deter him from not doing good. Right. And I'm saying we have a great, blessed opportunity to do good this week. Amen. And I'm just praying. I'm just wondering how many of us are going to take advantage right. of this of this chance to be a blessing to somebody. Can, can I share a couple of things? And I'm going to wind this thing up. We, we, we rented some chairs and the tent, the place we rented from. And the man said, you know, I'm really glad about what you're doing. Amen. I said, well, thank you. He said, I want to help in any way I can. The gentleman called me and said, I got an enclosed trailer. You're going to need to haul stuff and load stuff. He said, I'm going to let you have it for free during the week. <laughs> he said, because I believe in what you're doing. Right. I spoke to a lady yesterday that lived down where the tent is. I said, ma'am, I, I, I just want to ask you something. I said, we, we have set up to bring some generators to run the power and this and that. I said, ma'am, 
would you be interested in allowing us to run power out of your place? She said, no problem. I said, huh? <laughs> Did you all hear me? Yeah. I said, well, it's just going to be mainly one cord running out. There. She said, no problem. <coughs> See, some of you still sitting here. You don't get it. You don't get it. I said, well, I contacted the business to have a porta potty delivered out here to set up. I said, that's really my last, you know, choice. Because I want to be respectable to where you live. And sometimes they don't come pick these things up when they should and when they're supposed to. I don't want to come disrespecting where you live. I said, is it possible you can allow us to use your restroom as throughout the week? She said, I don't have no problem with that. Some of you still don't So instead of instead of you going to a porta potty, we we have a home we could go into. With running water. Not just putting hand sanitizer on your hand. All right. Don't tell me what God can't do. And while we want to be so quick to judge and, and put down people because of where they live and what they can't do for us, man, you don't know what blessings God have in store. That's right. That's right. I said we need to be busy about what's truly important and what the true main thing is. We need to be concerned about the souls. Amen. Amen. Stop being so wrapped up in about the hysterics of what we see on the outside. Yeah. What about the heart of this woman who says, sure? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? You know what? Some of you might not ever get. <laughs> and when they would come to the place, which is called Calvary, there they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his ring and cast lots. And the people stood beholding. And the rulers also with them right saying he saved us let him save himself he be the Christ the chosen of God and the soldiers also mocked him coming to him offering him vinegar and saying if thou be the king of the Jews save yourself superscription also was written over him in letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. One of the male factors which were hanged railed on him saying, if thou be Christ save thyself and us. <laughs> but the other answering rebuked him saying, does not thou fear God? Seeing thou art in the same condemnation. And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. In other words, we are getting what we deserve. That's right. But this man had done nothing amiss. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how he knew that? This man has done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Yeah. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Yeah. Why would Jesus have an association with a, a convicted criminal? 
on the cross who was receiving what he duly deserved. Yeah. Let me tell you something. He was receiving duly what he deserved hanging on the cross, but Jesus had compassion. Amen. Jesus saw something in him that he would offer him, and the same thing he offered him, he offers us today. Amen. We're not members of his body because of any great work we've done. Come on now. We're not saved, sanctified, washed and redeemed because of any brilliance of our own. Amen. Right. We ain't hung on nobody cross and done anything so great to be called the children of God. That's right. To be a part of his workmanship to glorify him. We haven't done anything so great. So just like that thief. We're in need of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus associated himself with somebody you know true and dear to your heart. Yourself. Amen. Amen. Oh, we know. We know about our past, don't we? We know about it. And for some of you who want to pretend you don't, mm -hmm. you become so holy and righteous that you, you ain't never seen. Mm -hmm. uh, let, let me help remind you of something. Come on. First Corinthians 6, 9 through 11, know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Verse 11 says what? And such were some of you. Amen. Now the beauty in that is in such word. That's right. That's right. So to help you in understanding and to, 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 to wake you and shake you to your senses, oh, you were in need of Jesus. Amen. Amen. But ye are washed, you are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of our God. Does it say anything about you? You're, 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 you're not justified by you. No. You're not washed by you. That's right. We're all in need of a Savior. Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. We're all in need of a Savior. Amen. If we could have done it ourselves, we wouldn't need Jesus, would we? Amen. That's right. That's right. And you had equipped who were dead in trespasses and sins. Yeah. Talk about you. Yeah. Talk about me. Dead in my sins, mm -hmm. doing my thing, yeah. hanging out, laying out, acting crazy. But brother, man, I ain't never act like that. Ain't I? It, it, it don't matter whether you stayed at home, did your dirt or devilment, right. or you were out at the club, or you was in the darkest alley, smoke filled dope house. Right. We were dead in our sins. That's right. And you had equipped who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Yeah. Among whom also we all had, hold up, among whom also we all, hold up, among whom also we all. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody not included in that? So among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Yeah. And we're by nature the children of wrath. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even as others. Yeah. But God. <laughs> See, that's the message we want to take to Jenkinsburg. Yeah. But God. Yeah. But God, yeah. life may not have been fair to you. 
Life may be hard on you, but God. <coughs> Things may look a little bleak right now, and it may not look so promising right now, but God. But people need to see but God in us. Amen. Before we could go trying to sell some counterfeit to them. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. Yeah. Man, isn't it great to be loved by God? Yeah. He loved us. Even when we were dead in sins, had quickened us, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you are saved. And have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places. In heavenly places. Yes, in heavenly places. Yes, Ghetto. Right. In heavenly places. Yeah. In Christ Jesus. Amen. I ain't worried about the heat. Right. I serve a God who can even bring a cold fight through. Yes, sir. I serve a God that if, if, if the humidity chooses to stay high, you know what? I'll just wear a t-shirt and preach that's the same. If I get overheated, pour some water on me, set me back up, and let me finish. Right. Right now. But I believe it's worth the sacrifice to let people know you care. And not only that we care, but God cares. Amen. Yeah. I believe it's worth it. Amen. I believe it's worth it. Yes, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have what? Yes. Everlasting life. Yeah. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Man. How are they going to be saved? They need to hear the gospel. Yes, sir. And Jesus ain't coming down from the clouds walking on this earth anymore. No, and the only way they're going to hear, we have to take the message, folks. Amen. There are some folks who have never set foot in this building. Right. And I believe God is wise enough and smart enough. He knew that. Yeah. That's why he said no. Yeah. Some, some folks just need assurance. Some people just need some reinforcement to know that you're real about what you're saying. You're true about what you're saying. Man. And I'm just crazy enough, I'm just dumb enough to believe that if we go as the Lord has commanded, somebody will take us up and believe that we are true about the God we serve. Man. I'm just that crazy enough to believe that. Yes, sir. 2 Peter 3 and 9, the Lord is not slight concerning his promise, as some men count slightness, but is long-suffering to us with. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Man. If God wants every man to be saved, yeah. shouldn't that be our attitude? Amen. Shouldn't that be our desire? Amen. Shouldn't that be our concern? Yes, well, the only way we can prove it, we have to obey God. Man. See, we could go. We could, we could, we could still invite them, but we need to go. Yeah. Yeah. And folks, trust me, this won't be the last tent meeting. This won't be the last one. Right. See, we become so complacent. Kick back, laid back, thinking we've done God a favor by showing up, sitting on soft chairs, and, 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 and laying back in cool air. Now, this won't be the last technique. Right. And I just hope and pray you care about the loss as much as the Lord cares about the loss. Amen. And it's something we can do about it. Yeah. We can go. Man. We can go. Matthew 28, yes, 19 and 20. Yes, sir. The commission said, Go, yeah. be there for And to all the world. Well, is Jenkinsburg part of the world? Yes, Last time I checked, it's on the map. Am I right? right. We can go. Man. We can go. Right. Let's go.
show some love and show some compassion. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, called it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. Yes, sir. A servant. Yeah. And was made in the likeness of men. And being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself and yeah. became obedient unto death. And became obedient unto death. Yeah. And became obedient unto death. Unto death. Unto death. Even the death of the cross. Man. Why? Because you needed a savior. Yeah. I needed a savior. Yeah. God needed a sin offering. Right. And God so loved us that he chose his best. Man. He chose his only begotten son to offer for some rebellious, stiff men, mm -hmm. ungrateful, folks like me and you. Man. And look at us now. Yes, sir. Bless. Yeah. Bless. Yeah. Forgiven. Yeah. Part of the inheritance. We have eternal life. Man. Heavenly citizenship. Yes, sir. Man, aren't we, aren't we blessed? Yeah. Right. Got somebody we can call on any time of the day or night. Man. We can pray to him. Yeah. Never get a busy signal. Never, never get anything kicked back said message fail. Right. Ain't got to worry about a Wi-Fi connection. He is Wi-Fi. Man. He's God. Man. And if he so loved us, we ought to love our neighbor. Yes, sir. As ourselves. Yes, sir. And as he first loved us. Is that all right? Amen. Folks, we have work to do. Yeah. We have work to do. And believe it or not, some of the greatest work we have before us right now is to get ourselves out of the way. Amen. It's easy to come and sit up in here. Ain't nobody swing but me. <laughs> I encourage you. We dismiss. Go on, get you something. Yeah. Come over to my house if you want to. Right. Don't be don't be looking at Lisa. I said. <laughs> I said. Yeah. Run that crib. Right. Come on, come on. Bring some meat. <laughs> we can eat each other food. Amen. Amen. You want to light the grill? We'll do that too. Right. But let's get ourselves out of the way. Yes, sir. And know that there are some people out there that's <coughs> looking for a light. And I'm not talking about a 50 watt bulb, a 60, or 100 watt bulb. They're looking for the light of Jesus and others. Amen. To help them to find their way out of darkness. Yeah. So they too can be a part of this glorious body. Amen. The church. Amen. 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 Is that all right? all right? Well, folks, I'm going to leave it in your hand. God has done his part. Yeah. And he has shown his mercy. He's shown his long suffering. He's shown his love. I'm asking you, what are you going to offer in return? All right. You're here today and you're not a member of the body of Christ, the church of Christ. You haven't been baptized for the remission of your sin. Folks, that's what you must do Amen. in order to be a part of this body, this blood-bought institution I'm talking about. Bible teaches us in Mark 16, 16, he that believeth, Jesus said it, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Yeah. He that believeth not shall be damned. Yeah. It's not a matter of being mean-spirited. It's a matter of you being humble and accepting God at his word. Man. Having faith in him and knowing he's going to be true to what he's promised. You need to be true to God to be humble to obey him. Man. And he'll save you. Yes, he will. 
he will have all of your sins forgiven. Amen. Ain't no other way of doing it, folks. That's right. You can't pray your sins away. That's right. You, you can't just call on the name of Jesus and get rid of them. Yeah. Acts chapter 2, you read that whole chapter. Many examples, foundational texts of how to get in Christ, how to get rid of your sins, and how to have favor with the Lord. Yeah. How to have, look, how to define fellowship in Christ. Yeah. It's all right there in Acts 2. Mm -hmm. Do what they did because God's word has not changed. Yeah. Acts 2 and 37, when Peter had preached to those Jews, told them, you crucified the Son of God. Yeah. You're guilty. Yeah. His blood is on you. They cried out, men and brother, what? How do I get out of this mess? Mm -hmm. I don't want this charge on me. Right. Verse 38, he said, repent. And what? Yeah. He baptized. How many? Yeah. Every one of you. Yeah. He gave them the answer to yeah. their question. Yeah. It was up to them to accept it. That's right. But the Bible goes on to tell us in Acts 2 that one day, 3,000 people yeah. were baptized. Yeah. Were baptized yeah. for the remission of their sins. And were added to the church. Man. What are you waiting on? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's not just a way of many, He is the way. Man. He's just not the truth of other truths. He is the truth. Man. And he is the life. Because mm -hmm. no other life matters outside of being in Christ. Man. Will you accept him as your Savior today? Will you be obedient to his word? For us who are members of the body, it's time to commit. Yeah. It's time to step up. Yeah. It's time to see your salvation, this gift of salvation you receive from God as being something more than just showing up here on Sundays and Wednesdays, if you come that off. Amen. How about let's get involved in some people's lives. Amen. Loving people. Loving one another. Most yeah. importantly, let's develop a loving relationship with God. Amen. What's that song, Jerry? 241. 241. Come on up, brother. Get ready. 241. I've said enough. I'm praying somebody will make up their mind and surrender their life to Jesus. Let us together stand. Let us sing.